0: Hey, Joel, want a toaster pastry? I think I deserve a treat this morning. Sure. Thanks, Travis. You? Deserve a treat? What's that mean? We'll find out soon enough. That's the topic of today's Kids' Corner. Okay, let's set it up then.
1: Come along, Hope. We don't want to be late.
0: The fair isn't going anywhere, Everett. We have time.
1: Aren't you excited for the fair? In this land of leprechauns, garden gnomes, and pixie dust, it promises to be the most wondrous fair you can imagine. Besides, we have to catch the boat to cross the river to get there.
0: Chances are we'll have to wait for the ferry anyway. There's no guarantee it will be on this side of the river, all loaded up and ready to go, and have room for two more passengers.
1: But there's always a chance. Look, there's the dock. There's no line, and the ferry is on this side waiting. We're in luck.
0: Ugh, don't go so fast. It's hard to run in this dress.
2: Ahoy! Ahoy there, ferryman! Ah, looks like travelers to the fair. Will you be seeking transport across yonder river?
3: Indeed we are.
2: Perfect. As you can see, there's plenty of room on board, and we will be leaving momentarily. <laughs> Great. On we go, then. Ah, 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 young master, there still remains the price of services rendered.
0: He means we have to buy tickets.
2: And I think two sovereigns should do nicely.
1: <sighs> two sovereigns? That's a ridiculous price.
2: That's the fare you must pay to board my boat. So I suggest you start paying or start swimming. <laughs>
0: but where will we get that kind of coin? We didn't even bring that much money to spend at the fair. The, the king will hear of this injustice. Do I hear complaining about an unfair fare for the
3: ferry?
2: Oh, no.
3: Uh, Who are you? I am the ferry that makes sure all people traveling to the fair, specifically by boat, get charged the right amount. So you're the fair-fair, fairy-fair-fairy. Indeed I am. And it seems fair to say that these fairy-fairs could be more fair.
1: Poof!
2: That will be three farthings, please.
1: Wow. Thanks, fair, fair, fairy, fair, fairy. Think nothing of it.
3: And if you ever run into this kind of robbery again, just send up a fair, fair, fairy, fair, fairy flare. We will. And as a parting gift, it looks like you would all enjoy a radio program. Consider this wish
0: granted. Poof!
2: Whoa, what's going on here?
0: Hi, Mr. Jacobs. Everett and I are planning our summer vacation.
2: Oh. Oh. No time like the present, I suppose. Where did you get all those brochures?
0: My dad picks them up when he goes on business trips at rest stops and stuff. It was kind of his way of getting me a gift when he was away. It's like a tradition or something. I've got hundreds of these.
2: So I can see. Anything jumping out at you? I
1: like these three. There's Castle Times, which is like a fair or something in Castle Times. Makes sense. Then there's this boat ride place, which, you know, who doesn't like boat rides? And then there's this storybook forest that looked interesting.
2: How about you, Hope?
0: Eh, I've already seen all of these. And though I like some of them, none of them are really interesting to me right now.
2: Well, I might have a few lying around here that you might not have in your collection. Uh, Let me go check. Okay! You're not interested in any of these places, Hope?
0: They're all great, but it'd be nice to see something new. Hi, guys. What's with all these things? They're brochures. Oh, didn't know
3: they had a fancy name and everything. I thought they were just like bulletins at church.
1: These are more like advertisements on shiny folded paper.
0: Fascinating. Is Mr. Jacobs here? He said he was getting more brochures for us. Why? Do you have a question for him? Eh, kind of. How much do
3: you guys make for your allowance? Allowance?
1: Yeah, Everett. You know the money your parents give you each week? I know what an allowance is, Ivy. I just wasn't expecting you to ask about it.
0: Yeah, I get like five bucks, ten if I do a lot of extra chores. Just five? What would five dollars buy you? That's like a a hot dog at a okay restaurant. Well, I wouldn't know. Uh, My parents usually buy me food. It was an example,
1: Hope. Are you gonna ask Mr. Jacobs what his parents gave him every week?
3: No, I was just going to ask him what he thought a good amount was. I'm in the middle of a negotiation with my parents. Negotiation? Yeah, I've made the same amount since I was eight, and I think I deserve more. So until I get my fair amount, I am officially on strike. Uh, On what? Strike. I learned about it in history class, when workers don't think they're getting paid enough for the work they do. They stop working until the people in charge decide to treat them fairly. And that works? Apparently.
1: So, you're not doing chores, and you're expecting your parents to give you more money? You might want to rethink that plan. We'll see what Mr.
0: Jacobs says. Well, while you wait for him, I'm going to listen to another radio program.
3: So, that's what's going on right now, Mr. Jacobs. I'm not doing chores until I get paid the amount that I think is fair. You know, a strike.
2: Very interesting. And are your parents uh, okay with this?
3: Well, my mom wasn't super happy about it, but my dad said that it was an interesting study in sociology and that it would be an educational
0: experience. That can't be good.
2: (laughs) Well, I'd have to agree with him on that one. How's your sister feel about the whole thing, Ivy? I assume she's picking up the slack?
3: Sage, I mean, yeah, she has to do my chores, but because my parents aren't paying me, they started paying her...
1: More Wait. You might not have thought this all the way through.
0: Yeah, told you. It's always bad news when a grown-up says something is going to be educational.
2: <laughs> it's usually a red flag, that's for sure.
0: Man, why does anyone strike? This is dumb.
2: Usually, strikes take a good amount of work and planning to be effective. It also depends on people believing that your strike is for a good cause.
0: A good cause?
2: Sure. Sometimes people get greedy and demand more than they probably should. And when this happens, people start to side with the bosses instead of the workers.
1: But how
2: do we know if we're being greedy? How much do people really deserve? Those are big questions. And if we knew the answers, there wouldn't be strikes half as often.
3: I mean, if it's that important, the Bible probably has something to say about it. Did they have strikes back then?
2: I'm not sure. But there have always been unfair people who have treated their workers badly. That's why all throughout the Bible in verses like Deuteronomy 24, 14 and 15, Leviticus 19, 13 and Malachi 3:5, God warns bosses that they need to treat their workers well and not to cheat them. This was so important to God that he even told his people that they should not keep their animals from eating as they worked in Deuteronomy 25, 4.
1: So he even cares about
2: animals? It would appear so. There's a lot about fairness in the Bible and how it's a good thing. In Isaiah 117, Psalm 33:5, and many, many more verses talk about how treating people fairly is good and right. But what if I told you that I don't think God is always fair?
0: Oh, I get it. It's a joke, right? I mean, I don't think it's a good joke, but you can't actually do you?
2: Shall I get a drama script to explain what I mean?
0: You're not joking. He's not joking. But God is always
2: fair, right? Right? I'll be right back.
0: Has he lost it? What does he mean God isn't always fair? I'm sure the script will clear it up, but I think he's messing with us. He can't really mean that. You know what I think? We should listen to the radio until he gets back?
1: No. I was thinking we should look up Bible verses to prove him wrong. We can do that? Sure. Mr. Jacobs isn't always right, and God wants us to use the Bible too. This is our chance to teach Mr. Jacob something.
0: I don't know, Everett. This feels... I don't know. I just think we should listen to what he has to say. We can hope, but we should also be sure that what he says matches the Bible. I guess, but can we still listen to the radio? I guess that'd be okay.
2: And? And now, from the garage of Lionel Jacobs comes the- Hold
1: it! Stop the music. Thank you.
2: Is there something wrong,
1: Everett? There is. Hope, Ivy, and I have been doing some Bible studying of our own, and we found some verses that go against
2: what you said earlier.
3: Yeah, about God not being fair. Where's the list, Hope? Right here.
2: A list of Bible verses. Hmm, impressive.
3: Yeah, yeah. So in our studies, we found a word that the Bible uses a lot that means fairness, justice.
1: Right, like in Isaiah 30, 18. For the Lord is a God of justice. Blessed are those who wait for him. Boom.
2: (laughs) Boom, indeed. (laughs) And I-
3: We're not done. Deuter- how do you say that? Deuteronomy. Right, that. Chapter 32, verse four. His work is perfect for all his ways are justice a God of faithfulness and without iniquity, just and upright is he.
2: Excellent, uh, you guys.
0: Uh-uh, we're not done.
2: Mm, okay.
0: Second Chronicles 19:7. Be careful what you do, for there is no injustice with the Lord our God.
3: And that's not counting all the Bible verses talking about how much God loves justice and wants us to be fair with everybody.
0: Yeah. We were going to act out your script, listen to what you had to say, but if you were going to teach us something that went against what the Bible says, we just can't do that, Mr. Jacobs.
2: You know, I'm proud of you guys. You heard something about God that you didn't think was right, and instead of going along with it or getting angry about it, you looked at the Bible to see what it said.
0: Uh, Well, uh, yeah, I guess we did. But your flattery will get you nowhere. Explain yourself.
2: Flattery? I heard it in a movie once. All right, first off, you guys are right. God is just, he is fair. When I said he wasn't always fair, I was going to explain that God is often more than fair. He's gracious, he's forgiving, he's merciful.
3: I know what forgiving means, but you're gonna need to explain the other two.
2: No problem. Gracious means being full of grace. And as you might imagine, merciful means full of mercy. Right. These two words are two sides of the same coin. Mercy is when someone doesn't get a punishment they do deserve, and grace is when someone gets a gift that they don't deserve.
3: Wait, what coin are we talking about?
2: It's just a figure of speech. It means the two are related. I think one of the best Bible verses that explains is Romans 6.23. There it says that when someone does the wrong thing, they deserve to die. But God's gift to us is to live with him forever, and that's possible because Jesus died in our place.
1: But how does that work? How can God be both gracious and fair at the same time? If we don't get what we really deserve, then how is that fair?
2: That's a good question. And the best answer I can think of is God isn't a machine or a math problem. He's a living spirit that doesn't want anyone to pay for the wrong they've done. A lot of the time, people think of God as a severe God. But they don't realize that God's kindness and love is so great that in order to save the world, he decided to pay the price himself so that anyone who believes will be saved and live with him forever. That
0: sounds like a Bible verse. And I think I know it.
2: John 3.16?
0: Right. And because God pays the price for us, that makes it fair?
2: God says so. In Romans 5.1 and Galatians 2.16, he tells us when we accept his grace, we have been justified.
1: Justified. You know, I've heard that word a lot, but I never really thought about what it meant. If God dying for us makes getting what we don't deserve fair somehow, huh, I've got to think about this some more.
0: Yeah, I learn a lot when I'm here, but it can get pretty deep sometimes. So I'm guessing we don't have time to read the script now, right?
2: No, but that's okay. I'll save it for later.
0: Aww. I guess we can listen to another program instead, then.
2: Still thinking about what we've been talking about, Everett? Kind of. It's a big topic. That's true. We've covered a lot when it comes to what is deserved and what isn't.
3: Yeah, but we haven't answered my first question.
2: Haven't we? Which one was that?
1: If I remember right, your first question this morning was what these papers are, and we answered that one. They're brochures to attractions. I meant the question that I came
3: over here to ask in the first place. How much money do I deserve for doing my chores?
2: Oh, right. We did get a little off track with the whole strike topic. Hmm, I can't say I know the answer to your question exactly, but I might have some thoughts that might help give you an idea of where to start. Great. First off, I'm sure that your parents do a lot for you. They give you clothes, food, a place to live, they pay for the water and electric you use, and I'm sure they drive you places and take you to the doctor when you're sick. Am I right so far?
0: I think this is another one of those educational moments.
3: I mean, sure, but they're my parents. That's what they're supposed to do. Are you saying that I don't deserve to be taken care of?
2: Not at all. But I'm pointing out that they deserve a little from you too. Giving you money for helping around the house isn't something they have to do. So before we start talking about how much they owe you for helping them out, it's a good idea to remember that you owe them a lot more.
0: Oh, I guess that makes sense. Kind of like God. What's like God, Hope? I was just thinking. Sometimes we can feel like God should give us stuff because we do good things for Him. But for all the good stuff we can do for Him... It's nowhere near all the good stuff He does for us. He doesn't owe us anything. If anything, we owe Him. Like, everything we have.
2: Exactly. That's why the Bible tells us in verses like Mark 12, 30, that the greatest command He has for us is to love God with all our hearts, strengths, souls, and minds. In everything we do, we need to do it in a way that praises Him.
1: So, like we need to say praise God after we do
2: anything? I mean, it's not the worst habit to have, but I think the Bible means that we need to do our very best in everything.
0: And make sure it's not doing something that God tells us not to do.
2: Right, and what's more, God's second greatest commandment is to show love to everyone that he has made because he loves them too. Kind of like they deserve our love? Kinda sounds like it, doesn't it?
3: I've gotta talk things over with my parents and maybe get my chores back and... allowance
2: would you like me to come with you you do that sure after all every strike needs advisors on staff
0: we'll clean up our mess before we go
2: would you mind turning off the radio too i'll do that now so we don't
1: forget